Hey everyone, how you doing today? This is this is an important conversation. Dion and I are going to talk about financial freedom. Both of us have done that while working full-time jobs, which not many people do. We have both done it and we've done it because of buy and hold or one rental at a time. Lots of people talk about it. Lots of people want to do it. What we are going to highlight for you is that in my opinion there are two tripping points. We're going to talk about them both. But I do want you to know that financial freedom is actually pretty simple. So Dion, what do you think about this conversation? So I really like the idea of this concept because um, I had heard David Green say something really similar many times in some of the episodes that I watched on Bigger Pockets. And when he said it in mine, it finally registered. He said, investing to reach financial freedom isn't complicated. Yeah. It's very simple, but it's not easy. Exactly. Knowing that you just spend less than you make and invest the difference and grow that over time is a very simple concept, but avoiding life creep, increasing the amount that you make, the, the actual application of the theories is not easy. Yeah. So we're going to break this down into the chunks that I see and I talk about all the time. Again, financial freedom is one of those, those things that people look at. They like they get all excited. They start vibrating. They can see themselves. But here's the first thing I want you to realize. Most of you, it's going to take at least five years. Many of you will take 10 years. And if you're in my circumstance where you have to replace two six-figure incomes, it might take 15 years. I just want you to know that going in. The journey is not a day, a week, a month, or a year. It's somewhere between five and 15 years. It doesn't matter if you're 20. It doesn't matter if you're 60. It's the same story. So that's the first thing I want to make very clear about this journey. Does that seem fair? Yeah. Um, ironically, the original name to my YouTube channel was going to be 10 Years to Fi, and I ran it by some friends and family. And apparently, I don't talk about finances enough because 100% of them said, what's Fi? <laughs> <laughs> so, right. I mean, in this context, I'm pretty sure everybody listening knows that yeah but 10 years is a reasonable time horizon because um, the quote and it's probably bill gates or somebody but it's we overestimate what we can do in one year and underestimate what we can do in five yeah if you start making plans that impact years they their rewards are huge if we when we help somebody who's just starting out and and i, I get this often i really want to start investing in real estate because i want to make you know i want to quit my job or i want to be a millionaire and those aren't the first steps. The first steps are one cash flowing asset. How do I get there? What are the steps to even do that? You know, how do you save? How do you increase your credit score? And increasing your credit score doesn't happen overnight. You can do a few things that are pretty quick, but that can take a couple of years in itself to just get those better rates. So, you know, 10 years is, is the perfect number to start thinking of where will I be in 10 years? Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to be alive. And if I live like it now, in 10 years, I'll thank myself for what I did now. Yeah. Then the next, and the reason I want to bring that up first is because if you can really internalize that, you really accept it. It's, it's like, how do you run a marathon? Well, it's 26.2 miles. It's doesn't matter what happens. It's that long. So if you realize that 10 years is the number, the next thing you're going to have to do is you're going to have to make some choices that may feel uncomfortable, but you're also going to have to make them for a while right? Uh, I.e. you're going to have to live below your means. 
you're not going to be able to flex. You're, you're not going to be able to, uh, you know, do the extras that maybe you could today. Because what you have to do is you have to take your income minus your fixed expenses. There's some disposable income at the end, which I call your freedom dollars. And the bigger those are, the more you can invest. And it's kind of this circle that you go through. So the, the thing that the thing that scares me or disappoints me, I'm not really sure what it is. It's just sad, right? Somebody gets on this journey and they're five years in, right? Momentum has started, but then some life event happens and they get, they divert like four degrees or, you know, whatever it is. And they just get that extra car or that extra this, or they upgrade their house from here to there. And it's like, oh my God, you just, not only you stop momentum, you took three step backwards and oh, by the way, then insurance goes up and this, I'm like, oh, you were so close and you just went backwards. And that's why I, I just want to repeat again, 10 years, you're on a 10 year journey. Don't, don't do this journey five years and stop. I mean, that's, that's a crime. <coughs> so two things, um, and I'll try not to segue too far, but I try to help people reach financial independence just like you do, just on a much smaller scale. And I run a company that has about 60 staff. And my goal is to try to help each person that works here, each, each person that I encounter, realize how simple the math is, how easy, not easy, how simple it is mm -hmm. to reach financial freedom. And it's shot me in the foot a few times. I've got a couple of great employees that have rentals now, and they're retiring many years before they need to, and <laughs> so I'm going to have to replace them. But, but I have other staff that are, they come in and they say, Hey, look at the picture of my new side-by-side -side that I just got, or my new RV that I just purchased. And they're not doing RV house hacking. They're doing RV camping on the weekends yeah. or glamping or whatever. And I think, great, <laughs> that employee is going to be here a while. Yeah. No, so exactly. I want to help people, but they have to do it themselves too. Um, and I had a second thing but my brain kicked in, you know, my memory thing. Yeah, and uh, it's all right. So it'll come back. <laughs> it'll come back up later. Yep. Yeah. So again, so really there's kind of two things. So again, I'm never going to forget. I'm going to say it again. I'm sure it's 10 years. Part of the journey is uncomfortable sacrifice, but then realize that it is after that, it's just one cash flow again, like one rental at a time, right? You just add one a year. If you're in the financial, you know, at, if you're 60 and the kids are gone, if you want to do two a year, go ahead. But it's just, it's that process. And the other thing is when you have one, it's a little trickle. You have two, the trickle's a little bit bigger. And by the time you get to 14, it's like, holy cow, that's like some real numbers. Yeah, you get that income snowball kicking in. And and you helped me remember the second thing was it was exactly that. You're looking at the 10-year um, outcome. And so a lot of times when I'm talking to people, house hacking is a powerful strategy. It's not a required one. A lot of people achieve financial freedom without it, especially if they're making a little bit more money and control their expenses. But I usually suggest doing house hacking because it's, it's the singular largest thing you can do to your savings rate when you're not making a lot of money. But a lot of people say, I don't want to share living space. I don't want a duplex. Even if my wall is just touching their garage, I just I couldn't do it. And I think, well, I'm not going to do it in 10 years. But for those first few years, I put up with a little discomfort of my neighbors being close, kind of like living in an apartment, but I got to choose the neighbors and screen mm -hmm. the neighbors. And then at 10 years, I don't have to house hack anymore. I don't ever tell them that it's addicting and I'll probably never stop because <laughs> I'm being paid to live where I'm at now. So it, it, I don't want to pay to live somewhere. Yeah, so. makes total sense. Yeah. And um, yeah, this again, folks, it's, it's, it's in your grasp. It's a simple concept. It's a 10 year journey. Uh, you know, sacrifice, live below your means, 
continue doing that, do the work. The last thing I'll say here is what I want people to realize and what I believe is important is focus, right? Both you and I did this in one market. I think some people, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's bigger pockets, YouTube university, whatever it is, they feel like they have to have one in five or six different markets. And that, that scares me because it, to me, it means somebody's going to rip you off because there's no way you can do all the checks and balances equally across that diverse platform. So if you only need 10 or 14 or 25 units, I would spend the time up front making sure the market you choose is where you want to be. And then just focus. You get that economies of scale. You learn more. Your network's more powerful. You don't get confused. Oh, Columbus Street here is good, but Columbus Street there is bad. And focus on an area, folks. Don't, don't, uh, don't go too big too fast. Yeah. Um, so focusing on an area is, is key, but focusing on your niche is key. If you, if you chase five rabbits, you starve. So yeah. are, do you want commercial? Do you want small multifamily? Do you want single family? Do you want local or at a distance in one market? Do you want a house act? Do you want to do short-term rentals or long-term rentals or pick one, narrow it down, get really good at it, get so good at it that it's boring. Then you repeat it until you have that financial stability to then handle some risks of maybe I'll gamble on appreciation over there or I'll try out this market. So if it blows up in your face, you're, your focused first few years of investing can support the mistakes that you're going to make when you try to branch out into other things. Perfect. Well said. So again, folks, remember financial freedom is simple. Uh, we both believe, we both done it. We both believe it's in your grasp. You do have to commit and uh, I stay consistent and we both suggest focus. So Dion, thank you very much, man. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks, Mike. Mm -hmm.